0: You are listening to Something Rather Than Nothing. Creator and host, Ken Valante. Editor and producer, Peter Bauer. We're here with Eric Lotke um, on the Something Rather Than Nothing podcast. And I recently uh, had the opportunity to, to, to meet Eric and learn about... Uh, his books, his writing, uh, his organizing. Uh, Before talking more about you, Eric, Eric Lotke, I wanted to welcome you to Something Rather Than Nothing. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. And uh, Eric, we just started uh, chatting, and I said we got to hit record and get get started now. Let's let's start with your, your book. There's more we'll talk about. Um, and I'm, I'm talking about your recent book, uh, Union Made. And one of the things I expressed to you was that um, it's you know this 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 labor, this uh, human story, this labor story, connection amongst people, organizing, and um, it's it's a it's a heck of a book. You just put it on the the the, the book stands. So uh, tell us about it. and Tell us why you uh, why you decided to write Union Made. All Right. So union Maid. on the one hand, union made is
1: a it's a romance. It's a traditional romance. It's a boy meets girl. It's heteronormative. We've got we've got two people and he is lonely and pining and looking for love. And she is a super fabulous union organizer and way too busy for romance and hardly even cares if he's alive or not. So these are the, the, the these are our main characters. She is a union organizer. And she is looking to organize a, a, a big retail store. Think Walmart kind of thing. It's called Pack Shop. And it's, it, it's a big, big retail chain. She's looking to organize it. And he is an accountant who works for the owner of Pack Shop. So they are naturally adverse but more importantly, he, like I used to be, and like many, many, many modern Americans, especially professional modern Americans, he's skeptical about, skeptical about labor unions. They're not part of his life. He doesn't really care about them. He sees a union protest on TV, and he says, yeah, the, 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 the factory will probably move to Mexico serves you right and that's that's how a lot of people feel about unions they're old they're obsolete they're probably inefficient maybe they're corrupt who needs right, unions right. what are they for yesterday's news forget the union so this is who they are and where they're coming from
0: and that's the one of one of the pieces uh, uh, about that is um, the 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 kind of conception of, of unions right now and and, and both of you have, connected to labor and, and labor organizing. But um, one of the one of the pieces um, that that it, that you mentioned is how unions are viewed. And we're talking about things like how many people belong to unions. Does your uncle belong to the Teamsters? Did he talk to you about the Teamsters when he was five? Did your aunt work at the bakery and belong to UFCW and the grocery workers union? And then we have less people belonging to unions you see the rise of these popular stereotypes and uh, your character is, is holding on to those. And um, do you, th- you said you think this is a bit more of a character kind of based on the general kind of knee jerk reaction to labor, American labor?
1: Yes, except for the word knee jerk. I would say it's it's long held reaction to labor. It's people. Some people grew up in union families, as you were saying, and some people didn't. And many people who read the news every day from, forgive me, the, the, the corporate media, and, and they, the, if a union does something bad, it's all over the headlines, and if the unions are raising wages, you don't see that or hear about that. What you do see or hear is one person complaining about paying their dues, or the new right-wing think tanks saying, calling it a violation of their liberty that they have to join a union. And and so you have the the anti union sentiment is 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 real, it's widespread, it's it's driven by an entire political party. And the pro union sentiment is it's not that it's not out there, it just isn't out there with the same volume and the same frequency and and it's easy easy to not hear and see. So people 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 have a have a skepticism and it's it's an earned I'll I'll call it an earned skepticism, not a knee jerk
0: skepticism. I would agree with what you just said there. And and thank you uh, for 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 saying that. I I agree. Eric, um, let's go back. Uh, We were chatting there about Union Made, your new book. But let's go back to when you were born. Uh, You're you're uh, a chef. You practice arts, you write books, you practice organizing. Were you were you an artist when you were born? Can I answer that twice? You, you'll yes. see
1: if we hang out. I answer a lot of things multiply. I do the um, same thing good so so no, I don't think I was an artist, but the the second part is what's an artist what is art that that's the, that that's this part that I can't quite know but i I don't think I was an artist when I was born, I'm not sure that I am an artist now, and this goes into the well what is it what is it to be an artist and I guess in some ways I'm thinking about about let's say you're a war correspondent. And you send photographs back from the war or you send stories back from the you know articles back from the war reporting from the war and let's say there's two of you and one of you re sends stories sends photographs that make people want to cry or wants them what makes them want to call to go to action and sends articles that makes people want to cry or go to action and the other person other journalist, is sending articles and photos that are boring and not very interesting and you turn the page so both of them are just reporting, and somehow, the, somehow that first one is, feels more like art, but they didn't create it. All they did was take pictures of things. All they did was report on what's happening. So it's not quite sitting at a blank canvas and creating something. It's more that they, they, they did it better. They, they, they did more than was needed. So that's the, and, 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 and so I am more like a, I I think of myself as, as a war correspondent who makes people want to cry, makes people want to leap to action, makes people feel something from what they see. That's the kind of war correspondent that I want to be. And then I think of myself as, but I don't think of myself as somebody who sits down at a blank canvas or sits down at an empty page and
0: creates, Oh my God, I sound like you. Something from nothing. (laughs) The, uh, I, I think I, I, I um I like your comments. I mean, I think whenever we I talk art on this show and I talk with folks who create, right? Just fundamentally saying, folks who create, um, the question of intention comes up around the definition of art, right? Like, where is the intention? What is the artist? Doing, and I I like your reference to you know taking photos or or documenting, right? So there's a whole great you know debate around you know photography as a popular art, and you know how much of the author's hand, how much of the photographer's hand is Mm -hmm. is in that. So intention um, remains remains huge. And on the something rather than nothing question, we'll get to it later. But I mean, I think it has to do with whether an artist feels that there was nothing there to begin with and they did it or they uh, told it. So for example, with your book uh, it's, it's, it's fun to talk about it, right? Because I start out and I'd be, Hey, Eric, Hey, about your, you know, labor book and this and that. You're like, nah, it's a, it's a, it's a romance. And you see, of, of course, of course it is. Now you crafted that you've had some experiences around that. You've been around that, but, is in the crafting of a book there's a lot more of that artist's hand so let's move away from photographs and, and go to that for you you as an author do you feel yourself in creating this book are more of an author in creating this story or you're taking a snapshot i guess I'll, i guess i'll take credit here so here i'll I'll tell you what was my artistic moment
1: this this was the eureka the, the eureka the breakthrough is again, I I grew up relatively skeptical, so it's easy for me to to sympathize with that side. But at some point I turned around to labor and I thought it would and I and I write novels. I've written fiction before and I and, and I like writing fiction and people like the fiction that I write. And I wanted to write a fiction about about unions and organizing. And I was involved in all of these great campaigns, shareholder campaigns, fast food campaigns, janitor campaigns, doing all of this really cool stuff with all of these very clever, interesting organizing techniques. And trying to, and, well, I could write a novel like this. I could write a story like this. And every time, no, it won't work. I find it really interesting. I'm going to do justice Going do justice for janitors for, 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 one, for one moment here, is that you're organizing the janitors against the cleaning companies. And the cleaning companies say, well, I don't really have money to pay them more. And actually, they're right. They don't have much money to pay them more. It's the building owners who are behind it. And mm-hmm. not only the building owners, but it's the investors behind the building owners. And so you climb up the ladder from the janitors to the cleaning company, to the building owners, to the investors, and then you start doing shareholder campaigns. And to me, that's really interesting, and that's a great campaign, but that doesn't make a story. That's just work. Nobody's going to cry about that. Nobody's going to not be able to put the book down. So I was struggling with how do I tell a labor story that's interesting and the breakthrough moment, the aha moment was the love story, the romance, the what I said a minute ago, let's have a union organizer on one side and let's have a a, a union skeptic on the other side. And how can they come together, and how can they learn from each other? And so, the the unionizing is, in a certain sense, a dialogue between the two of them. But what's fundamentally going on is: will this pair get together? And so we have the the dramatic, the traditional dramatic tension of a romance: will they get together? Which is different from will they get a a twenty-five cent pay raise? And somehow, and I feel like you can make people that people are more inclined to care about a love story than the, they, the way they will care about, will the baby die? Will the plane crash? There are things that people inherently care about and they can care about a love story more than they can care about the 25 cent raise.
0: Well, isn't the, isn't the labor movement based, uh, you know, on, on some of that um, kind of like aspirational hope, romantic hope, you know, like, uh, is there a romantic hope in in labor? I don't think it's that foreign. Okay. I, I, I
1: guess I, I guess I don't want to deny that. And and there's a lot of good there are good labor books that I that I like to read and biographies of, of, of union people that, that, that I like to read. But when I was trying to think about, you know, again, the campaigns that I that, that I was contriving or working in or consulting on and I was like, I'm not sure that this is that this that this would be a book. So yeah, so you yeah. know so so I so so I I made a romance and and you are telling me and thank you because otherwise I don't know you're telling me that it worked as a romance that you that you cared about the people and you wanted to wanted to read it.
0: Yeah. And it's 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 about the it's about the people. One more bit on the book. I wanted to point out, um, you know, I'm I, when I write, I, I like to write a dialogue and have a penchant for it. Um, for me, it tends to be at the expense of sensory details of where the humans are. One of the pieces I really liked about your book with some of your background was uh, kind of some sensory details around food, and dining and preparation, which sounds might sound like mundane just describing it um but it it was a really a nice piece and brought in kind of a sensory element that um i don't see that often and number two uh i i struggle with creating so kudos on that as well Um, thank you for that people
1: spend a lot of time cooking and eating (laughs) Right, right and we are used to restaurant scenes Right. Yeah, how, how many movies yeah. and, and books happen, happen in restaurants, but, yeah. but I, how often do you eat in a restaurant compared to when you're cooking at home? And, yeah. you know, and actually, and this book starts with, he's, he's cooking TV and arguing with the television. And, well, this is something that people do. Or, I'm sorry. Cook, cook, yeah, cook, cooking his food. <laughs> <laughs> he's cooking his dinner and he's arguing with the television. He's <laughs> watching TV while he cooks.
0: Yeah. Yeah. and this yeah, the, the, this is something that people do um one of the things i wanted to um i, I wanted to ask you is um as far as, as, as far as you as, as a human in 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 your experiences um what or who made you who you are i'm sticking with i
1: don't know on that one because it's it's interesting there's i'm thinking now of of um the acknowledgments of my first novel 2044 in which and i say you know i don't have anybody to acknowledge i wrote this book by myself it was long it was lonely it was all by myself i'm late at night i'm up early it's a it's a labor of love it's 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 all by myself is my my opening and then i say what are you kidding me this book is an amalgamation of everything that formed you there's teachers you had in high school there's bumper stickers of people who's who who, who you never meet there's there's lectures that, that you attended there's movies that you saw like everything fingerprints and makes this makes you into this book and 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 so you need to go thank all of them for 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 for, for what is forming you and i think and that's really how i feel I spend a lot of time traveling. I spend a lot of time, you know, climbing mountains when I was younger, spent time cooking when I was, you know, just a way of making money when I'm in school and so forth. And, and also I cook a nice dinner when I'm, when I'm at home for, for, lot, for not a lot of money, I might add. Um, and so it all, and so it's, and somewhere along the line, I started, I, I came around to being pro-labor. And and then I started working for labor unions and I started learning from union organizers. Yeah. Yeah. And it's actually it's no, I want to go back to one more piece of biography that I missed. Yeah, I, I, please, should, please, I should I should I should do my, I should do my bio. Um, my 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 professional bio looks lo, looks more like this. I started out doing advocacy in the criminal legal system. There's too many people locked up, especially people of color. And what can we do about that? And I did research, I did political organizing, I, I published factoids that by now we all know, but back then they were new. You know, like one in three young black men is in the justice system. And, 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 the, and you get a day's press for that. And I brought some lawsuits and I represented people and I was doing advocacy in, in, in the criminal legal system. And during a lot of that time unions were not on my side. They were the corrections officers union who, 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 who are not against having people in prison. Um, there's the police officers' union, which was often against reform. So there, I, I, was, I became I, I was not on the same side as unions for a lot of, for many of those years. And then I spent five years as the research director of a think tank. And during this time, I really came to appreciate unions as the folk who brought you the weekend. And one worker alone is powerless, and all the workers together can close the factory and demand their fair share of, of, the, of the wealth that they create. And so during my, my researcher years or, or, or think tank years is when I learned the importance of, um, of unions. And so then I left my, my nice window office job as a, as a research director of a think tank to become a staff researcher at SEIU, Justice for Janitors
0: and 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 that was when i moved into organized labor i i i really um i really uh I really enjoy um you know your description of of your journey i also really enjoy the comments that you make uh you know about labor and labor's role i think one of the issues in labor tends to be that folks you know unions are good right or unions are bad there's this kind of like polarized dual thinking <laughs> And you bring up important issues that uh, unions, you know, represent different type of workers and different geographies with different views and different um, beliefs. And um, there's complications in that. And uh, and 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 I like how you mentioned those uh, complications. Um, one of the things I, I also wanted to ask you—you you had mentioned uh, some of your thoughts um, about art, and we talked a bit about uh, intention. I really want to know from you, Eric, um, your thoughts about the role of, of, of art. What is the role of art? Well, there's a famous quote.
1: It's David Hume, the philosopher from, you know, 200 years ago, more than that. Love Hume. Hume. And the quote goes something like the victory is not won by the men at arms, but by the pipers, drummers, and, 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 and singers of the army or something like that musicians (laughs) of the army Do do you know you know the quote that i'm getting at yeah yeah, yeah. and you know and and that's i think that's i think that's true enough um you know or or and forgive me there's and you know the 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 movie i book, i'm not sure it's probably both give us um how does it go bread and roses right bread and rose bread and roses and the famous line is give us bread and give us roses And roses are the art yeah oh and by the way i use i use that line in my book i quote that late in the book nate um the, the 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 accountant the person who starts out union skeptical but he's you know and and he's by now he's getting along well enough with Catherine, the labor organizer and nate looks up and he sees the moon and it's a beautiful orange moon you know early in this evening was catching some sun sunset and it's orange and it's big and it's swollen on the horizon pretty moon you can picture that kind of moon that that we see sometimes right and he texts and it's a beautiful moon and he wants to look at it but he's nobody to share it with because he's alone and he texts catherine and he says are you busy look to the east look at the moon and he sends it and an instant later, he feels like a jerk because that's, a, that's just an embarrassment for him to have sent. She, on the other hand, of course she's busy and she doesn't have time to be looking at the moon. So she, on the other hand, receives that text and, and as she's walking down the hall, are you busy? Of course I'm busy. But she's walking down the hall, there's a window and there's blinds are down, but she knows which way is east. She just peeks through the blinds and there's this beautiful moon. And she stops and she looks out at the moon, pulls up the blind. And of course, this catches the attention of people around her. And for a moment there, the entire office stops. People walked up to her. And they're all looking out the window and looking at the moon. And somebody behind her in the little crowd says, give us bread and give us roses. And they have that little moment together. She puts down the blinds. Okay, everybody get back to work. And she texts back to Nate. And she says, thanks. (laughs) <laughs> that's my little mart the, 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 yeah. there, there, there's what i can do with art
0: <laughs> absolutely uh amen to that um i also on uh, some of the other research bits um i i appreciate um your work and uh, the things you've done about uh, the, the the prison system is a a topic i've written about um uh, from philosophical ethical standpoint on um Uh, private prisons. And uh, I think there's a a fertile uh, conversation still around um, this massive uh, industry. I just want to appreciate your um, your work in that and your research uh, in in that area. We're talking about um, the different uh, pieces you create. I, I, I wondered, Eric, just so make sure we don't miss it. And I know you have another book called Mana, I believe. And I was wondering if you could mention a little bit about that.
1: Oh, thanks. I I, I appreciate that. It's called Making Manna. And in the Bible, manna comes from heaven. And in the real world, you have to make your own. So that's where the title comes from. And Making Manna, Making Manna is really, it's a nonfiction commentary on the criminal legal system, dressed up as a charming, uplifting story. So that's that, that that that's what Making Manna is. And what I do with Making mana. the thing that I think is interesting there, again, like my insight on Union Made is the Romance, and my insight on Making Manna is the story is told from a victim's point of view. And we have a victim of a really serious crime. And the criminal legal system has failed her. It failed her because if it were really working, she wouldn't have been hurt at all. And then it continues to fail her because she's been hurt, and it's not doing anything to help her. There's things that she needs right now, and it's not giving her those things. And why is the criminal legal system not doing those things? Because it's so busy locking up young black men for no good reason. And so we get to this critical commentary on the criminal legal system, but fundamentally this is a victim story, and what does she need from the criminal legal system? And she's not getting it. So this is, this, this is a book called Making Mana, and it and it, there's an origin story on that that has to do with the death penalty case. Come back to that only, only if you want to go there. But actually, my previous novel before that was a tragedy, and I wanted to write a book with a happy ending. And so I was like, I got to write a book with a happy ending, and this was the original scenario came out of the death penalty case. And I said, okay, I'm going to take that scenario and give those people a happy ending and yeah, that's where the book making Mana came and manna it, it it and and if you look at the cover art on making manna that's a loaf of bread and the and the happy ending is about the bakery and the and and the baking of the bread and there's a lot of
0: time in the kitchen there in 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 making manna as as much that it makes sense tell us about the death penalty case you're referring to
1: so trigger warming, sp- warning spoiler alert or not yeah, i guess i already gave you the spoiler but um th- th- this is yucky and and it's, i don't it's a little dangerous to talk about but so this is the death penalty case actually i wasn't working on it friends were working on it good smart lawyers and they said hey eric you're a good lawyer you're a good writer can you read our briefs can you review or edit our briefs for us this weekend the answer to that is yes sure they're on the defense side so they're trying to save a life the victim's already dead we're very I didn't say that well but we're you know, very sorry about that but that but, but that's but that's dumb right Right. And and now it's it'll be life without parole or somehow or other causing the causing the the person not 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 to be killed. And it's the social history brief, the part in which you say, come on, poor guy, cut him some slack. And I read the social history brief and it was a good brief comma here, comma there, but fundamentally a good brief. And there was this line buried in the middle of the brief and it said, Jimmy Jones, or whatever the defendant's name is, whatever his name was, Jimmy Jones was the product of an incestuous rape. Right. And I circled that line, and I, said, you, and I said, that's the opening line, you've buried your lead. That's the product of an incestuous rape. This kid isn't even born yet, and things are already bad. You can talk about the drinking later. You can talk about what his parents do and how he's unwanted and all the rest of it. This kid isn't even born yet, and he's already pretty bad. And so the case came and the case went. And that line stuck with me, product of. And I said, all right, I want a happy ending. What's the worst beginning I can possibly imagine? And I just said it, product of. Now, take that kid and give him a happy ending. And once I got real about it, mom has to get a happy ending too. In yeah. fact, my in fact my first my first draft I did, did didn't do right enough by 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 the mom, and and so both both the mother and the child deserve a happy ending, and that was my mission. And how do I get them there? And so that was that that was the story of making Mana. Take a kid who's born like that. It's an intra family crime. There, a lot of these things are always intra family. And, and the child is born, and the world see, and the kid, and, and mom runs away, never again, and she runs away with her newborn baby. And the world sees a teenage mom with a newborn baby, and the world's not very sympathetic to her. It's like, whap, whap, what are you doing having a baby? And we, the reader, know that what she needs, needs is help and a hug. Right. So that's right. the story of making manna. Which which came out a few years ago. And, you know, I, I, I still like it. And again, my, my time in the criminal legal system really informed Making Mana. Including yeah. my time working with victims. My time working with victims, including of including of sex crimes, time work time working with victims and time working with people on on the wrong side of the wall and families trying to stay together. There's a whole little storyline in Making Mana about about how the daughter wants to stay in touch with her mom. This is different Different characters, not, not, not the main ones I was just talking about. And, but, but the mom is arrested and the mom's in prison and the daughter wants to stay in touch with her. And the phone phone charges are so much. It's more than a dollar a minute to stay in touch with her mom. Yep. And so you have everything that you would want, a family trying to get together, and these parents will eventually come out and the system is is not helping them. In fact, it's it's billing them even just to try to be good.
0: Yeah, I you know, and uh, the, in in creating that, I was I was, I was tuning into your process and talking about you know with your drafts and you you trying to create this. And um, I get a, a pretty significant background in in literature. And one of the things I wanted to let you know is kind of around my responses initially is, but you as an artist and creating that, I have a deep um a deep uh, appreciation uh, for writers. And, um, I like writing, I'm a good writer. I don't write that often because it's difficult. Uh, and so when, uh, when folks deal with difficult things and and, and put into their craft, um, that's the piece I like to pull out the stories. So on the book on, you know, on union made and the new book, um, I think union union unions and should get copies for them for their members and connect to the stories of why unions are around and and the statistics are daunting the statistics aren't encouraging the labor movement sometimes is frustrating but the story of people coming together (laughs) i would i would have stopped doing this a while ago (laughs) if we didn't have that so um I I really think it's it it can be important for union members. But um, Eric, I got the big, big question for you is why is there something rather than nothing? (laughs) And, you know, this is this is a little existential, but forgive
1: me. It's a paradoxical question, really, to me, because if there were nothing, then we wouldn't be here talking about it. And so if we're asking the question, then surely there is something and so we're sort of stuck with that. We've got to have something in order to in, in order to be asking the
0: question. It, it, was, that, it, was that a cop out or an answer? No, no, it's not a cop out. This is philosophy, uh, cop outs or whatever. No, no, it, it isn't. It's a fundamental, it's a fundamental answer to the question as it's posed. And I think it's c- quite legitimate. Um, we are making sound blips. I'm looking at the screen right now as we're talking on the podcast. Sounds are being uttered. <laughs> things <laughs> are occurring. There are there are things. Um, no, and I think that's, that's one of the one of the pieces of it. I sw- you know I was interviewed once on the on the on the program, and what's strange about it in philosophy is like, you know, when you mention multiple answers for the same type of thing, you know, sometimes you, you answering this question is what mood are you in, <laughs> like, you know, and. Uh, that's why I think it's um, it's a fun question. Eric Lotke, um, tell, tell the listeners where they can find your work. I've uh, read your um, Union Made uh, on, on Kindle um, and those it just like I said, a, a great book. And even the format was really good as far as me going through it, um, flipping through it electronically. But tell folks where to go.
1: Thank you. It's, it's available in all the places that you, that you can buy a book, which means buy it from Amazon only as your last choice, but, but you can get it there if you have to. Best is buy it from the publisher, Hardball Press, buy it direct from Hardball Press, or buy it, your, your local bookstore will likely not have it on the shelf, but they'll get it to you by, by in a couple of days. So buy it from your local bookstore. Again, it's called Union Made, and my name is Eric Lotkey and there's a link on my webpage, eric, Lotkey.com. And right now, it's, it's Kindle, it's, you can ebook it, you can, you can read, it's only, only paperback, didn't bother with, with hardback, um, so hard copy. Sadly, because the world isn't perfect, there, there will be an audio version, but the audio version won't be out for another month. So we'll have, oh. we, we will have audio for you in, I,
0: I, I, I'll call it next month, I mean that in, so, in some rough way. Uh, that's that's lovely to hear. As a matter of fact, <laughs> I mentioned the book to a couple folks and that was the first question they asked because audiobooks have definitely become a lot more popular. So actually that's great in, in, in current news. Um, we'll certainly be looking for that on uh, audiobook. It's a format I enjoy very much um, while walking. Uh, so, you know, listening to art and, and, and walking. Um, I want to tell you, Eric. Uh, we met recently. Um, it, it's, it's, it's been an honor and pleasure, and uh, to express some appreciation for the work that you do, and that we work, you know, in similar areas—stories of organizing, of, of labor, and you know, uh, and, and what you do um, uh, within the movement, because it's a harsh movement. And uh, I want to let you know that uh, myself uh, and, and many others uh, appreciate your work, and I want to thank you. On the show. Well, thank you for having me. Thanks, Eric, and uh, we'll talk soon uh, in solidarity. <laughs> Have a lovely day. This is something rather than nothing.